Welcome back, ladies, gentlemen, bird people, lizard men, trolls, and dragons of all ages. We are the glorious team bringing you another episode of the Off the Books podcast. I am the Reverend Brandon Humerick, here with my lovely co-host, Miss Taylor. Hello. I was trying not to set my glass down too hard <laughs> so that it came through. Taylor is drinking an Oktoberfest beer out of a new stein this week. I'm extremely excited, people. It is a good beer. It's a very it's a good beer. It's a great beer. And it was what? It wasn't that high, but it was like, what, 6%? Yeah, 5%, 6%. 5 or 6%? Yeah. Yeah. More than the uh, the Miller Lite that I'm currently drinking. Once again, if anyone from Miller Lite <laughs> is out there listening, we drink a lot of you during this show and we would love a sponsorship. The only reason I'm Thank drinking you. a Marzen is because uh, Oktoberfest coming up, duh. It is a very good beer. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. We are doing a very good book this week. We are doing another romance. I'm so excited. They're all the same. Yep. I literally texted... <laughs> I, I started listening to this book. I was maybe an hour in and I texted you and was like... This is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. You're like, can you please just let me enjoy my romance? <laughs> I was like, damn it, I don't know how to tell him it's exactly how that happens. <laughs> like, I wanted to like have some surprise, but I'm like, that's fucking how it happens. <laughs> I was like, it's well written, almost too well written that yeah. I was able to pick this out within like the first three chapters. I mean, I think that's the whole point, though, with like romances, especially friends to lovers or enemies to lovers. You're supposed to see as a reader things that the main characters don't, which is why some things seem a little too obvious because it's like we know that certain things are certain. Well, people. I fucking saw everything quickly. Okay, fine. I'm a sleuth. Let me just drink from my stein. You can call me Columbo. <laughs> Columbo? Yeah, Columbo. Columbo was a show back in, back in the day. Oh. It was about a detective. Detective Columbo. They That's men- interesting. They mention him in this book. Did they? Yes, they compare Columbo to Inspector Gadget. Oh, fuck yeah, they did. And they said Inspector Gadget is above in- Inspector Columbo. Hmm. Well, I did not pay that much attention to the science part of this book. <laughs> someone had, a, actually someone uh, had a, a Inspector Gadget reference at my softball game the other night. Mm-hmm. A ball got hit over our shortstop and she tried to jump up and get it, but she was a little short to reach it. <laughs> and one of the outfielders yelled, go, 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 Gadget Extendo <laughs> Arms. <laughs> oh, that's good. Was it Andy? <laughs> no, Andy was not at the game the other night. It was, okay. it was the It was a girl named Summer. Oh. Yes. So, this week, we are doing Love on the Brain, and not the Rihanna song, but the book by Allie Hazelwood. <laughs> Though I do love that song. I love that song. It's a good <laughs> bop. Like, it slaps. It's, it slaps harder than me slapping you last week. Yeah, we played a drinking game last week, and Taylor smacked me in the face. Okay, I didn't want to. But then he talked about all the ways of why I don't have a boyfriend and I had two people. It was, if anyone was paying attention to our Instagram page and our TikTok last Saturday <laughs> night, that's the reason why I posted those videos <laughs> was because of a drinking game we were playing. Oh, we we were assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lords. Okay, so. Like an avenging purple-haired Jedi bringing balance to the mansplained universe... B. Koenigwasser lives by a simple code. 
What would Marie Curie do? If NASA offered her the lead on a neuroengineering project, a literal dream come true years after scraping by on the crumbs of academia, Marie would accept without hesitation. Duh. But the mother of modern physics never had to co-lead with Levi Ward. Sure, Levi is attractive in a tall, dark, and piercing eyes kind of way, and sure, he caught her in his powerful corded arms like a romance novel hero when she accidentally damseled and distressed on her first day in the lab. But Levi has made his feelings towards B very clear in grad school. Arch nemesis work best employed in their own galaxies far, far away. Now her equipment is missing, the staff is ignoring her, and B finds her floundering career in somewhat of a pickle. Perhaps it's her occipital cortex playing tricks on her, but B could swear that she can see Levi softening into an ally, backing her plays, seconding her ideas, devouring her with those eyes, and the possibilities have, have all her neurons firing. But when it comes time to actually make a move and put her heart on the line, there's only one question that matters. What will B. Koenigwasser do? Ooh. Damn, I love this book. I love this book. I love Allie Hazelwood. I loved this book more than Love Hypothesis. I think you and I had already discussed that. Correct. This one slapped. Yeah. It, it really did. For sure. So... I think it also slapped because it opens up uh, with B in um, in her job working at I, um, NIH. NIH in Bethesda, which is right down the road from yeah, us. Not not far. So she gets told that from her supervisor, Trevor, that she was chosen to work on a special project in Houston called Blink. Um, and she's she's all excited about this. Until she finds out who the code lead is for the project, which is uh, Levi, Lev, Levi, Levi Ward. Levi? Levi. Like the jeans. What did I say? First you said Levi, then you said Levi. <laughs> it's Levi, like the jeans. I'm dying. Okay. It's been a, I've had a couple of drinks. <laughs> you had one. I had a margarita earlier. <laughs> Uh, as long as your sister does not get into the red wine again tonight. Ooh. Like last week. <laughs> oh. um, it gave me nightmares. Anyways. I so, will say, Bethesda probably is one of my favorite towns within Maryland because it used to be home of Bethesda Games. Games, yeah. <laughs> and I love <laughs> I was Bethesda like, Games. I know you know Bethesda, <laughs> Bethesda Games. The Fallout series is one of my all-time favorite series, as well as the Skyrim games. I love, I the, love the Elder Scrolls. I love Elder Scrolls. Uh, Elder Scrolls. I love the Elder Scrolls. <laughs> I love the Elder Scrolls. Uh, so, back to Levi. So, <laughs> so B calls him uh, his last name instead of Ward. She says Ward ass because he treats her like an asshole. So, he was always rude, dismissive to her in school. She ends up calling her twin sister, uh, who is across seas. And just traveling, living her life. And she tells her about, you know, having to work with Levi. With Ward ass. Yeah. And she's like, but he's cute. Though. Like, he's hot. She's like, is he the one that called called me fugly through 
through proxy because mm-hmm. they're twins. Yeah, uh, 100%. And <laughs> so she's like reminiscing about, you know, all the times in school where her professor or advisor would ask them to work on a project together and he would dismiss it and be like, no, I, I don't want to work with B. And she's like, but you wanted to work on group projects. You wanted to do more of this, this and that. And he's like, it's, you must have mistaken me. I just, I, I don't want to do it. And it was just because of B. So she, you know, hangs up with her, with her sister. Um, and then her and her associates, which is, how do you pronounce her name again? Her associate? Rocio? Rocio, thank you. They get on a plane to fly to Houston. And on the plane ride, she gets on her secret little Twitter account called What Marie, What Would Marie Do? What Would Marie Curie Do? Yeah. And she basically talks anonymously about different things in the science industry because Marie Curie was, you know, a scientist in her, uh, in the olden days. And she was the mother of modern physics. Exactly. She won two Nobel Prizes. Yep. And she got married in a lab coat. Yes. Which is really cool. But she shares advice. She gets advice from and complaints from random people and women in the industry. And she's trying to hide her phone from her friend because she's like, I don't want anybody to know this is me. Like, it's kind of embarrassing. Right. So there's this one guy on twitter that's like roasting her and roasting the her followers and saying you know it's not a woman thing and you just have to work hard and and get the job done stem and there all this this equality stuff is it's there's men not getting jobs that they should because they got they feel like they gotta hire women and shit Mm -hmm. like that and then old fucking uh Schmack. Schmacky boy. Yeah, fucking Schmack. Mr. Schmackademics <laughs> comes in there and is like, oh, well, I guess you're just a fucking low life, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And then she proceeds to tell us about her friendship with Mr. Schmack. And it's so cute. So, like, they don't know each other outside of Twitter. They don't know their real names. And she, after they kind of roast the other guy, Stephen, or, yeah, Stephen, I think it was, um, out of Twitter, they... Well, not out of Twitter, but to the point that he blocks both of them. <laughs> yeah. So they end up like direct messaging each other and saying, oh, I think Steven was mad at us. And... I don't think he wanted to play with us anymore. <laughs> exactly. And they're, they're going back and forth and, and just laughing about it all and how ridiculous he was. And then she's asking about, oh, you know, how's your day? What's going on? And he's like, oh, nothing. And... Just kind of one worded, one worded, two worded responses, and she's like, "Okay, what's what's up? What's wrong?" He's like, "How could you know?" And she's like, "Your explanation points. You don't have any like any of them." And so he just sends all these explanation points with like ones in the middle of them. Eleven to be precise. Yeah, and <laughs> he's like, "Well, it's a girl. I have a crush. I've had a crush on this girl for a while." And I just found out, like, I'd be working with her and she's married and I have no chance to be with her. And she's kind of like, oh, poor guy. Yeah, poor Schmack. Like, damn, (laughs) he doesn't get to be with his woman that he loves. Um, But their flight lands, they get to NASA at the Johnson Space Center. 
and she wants to get uh, get into the space center to see where she'd be sitting, her lab, all that stuff. And the, the guard won't let her in because she doesn't have her badge yet. Mm-hmm. So one of the astronauts that she is going to be working with on the project, his name is Guy. He comes up and he says, okay, well, you can be my guest. I'll give you a tour of the place. You have to see it. It's really cool. So they go in. He ends up leaving halfway through the tour to get take a call and she follows a cat that she found in the building and the cat like jumps up on this cart full of equipment and all the equipment comes crashing down and before she can even move or realize what's happening she gets pushed up against a wall saving her from the crash and looks up to see mr old ward ass looking down at her before she promptly passes out yeah, that's kind of kind of a recurring theme. Yeah, she even mentions it later on in the book that um, she passes out when she's in fear or like f- super upset. Yeah. So just is kind of like a instinct to just l- let me just shut my body down and just pass out. <laughs> Factory reset. Yeah. Happened to me a couple months ago, but I think my blood pressure just like plummeted and I just dropped was it when you were when you came back from a trip or something and told danielle and we were like why the fuck would you tell anybody or was that when you was when i was record i was drinking beer and recording the other podcast yeah that i haven't recorded since then (laughs) (laughs) and that is why people (laughs) she was like why wouldn't you tell me this just like because i knew you would drive to west virginia and she was like yeah i would have and i was like i was fine so i didn't see a point in it i agree to an extent you should always tell somebody. I told her the next day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, remind me how to say Rish, Rish, Rico? Rika. Right. No, the friend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rocio. Rocio, thank you. So, being Rocio, her RA, gets a tour the next day of the helmet that they'll be working on for this project blink. And she points out instantly that the, that the ports on the helmet is too close and it will cause damage to the, to the astronaut that wears it. And Levi walks up behind her and hears her say all this and basically like bashing their project. And he doesn't say much about it at the time, but you can tell he's like tense and, doesn't want to say anything but you know he's an asshole to an extent so he kind of does but doesn't he dismisses everybody and then they go into a meeting to introduce themselves introduce the whole team and he like they go around and of course he's first he introduces himself and then they were like say you know your background what you do um your name and then like a favorite movie and he says the empire strikes back and she instance instantly is like, fuck, that's my favorite movie. I right. can't say it because now it looks like I'm copying and we have history of hating each other. Like it will look weird to me, not to anybody else here. Right. So they get out of the the meeting and he she tries to go over to him to thank him for saving her the other day, um, or the day before. And She's like, yeah, there was this cat. And she's like rambling on. And he's like not believing that there was a cat at all. She, He kind of looks at her like she's like she's crazy. Right. 
And then when uh, she asks him, like, hey, when will we re- when will we re- receive our computers, equipment, stuff we need? Like, I realized we didn't have any of that yet. And you've known we've been coming for for a while now. And he's like, well, we're working on it. Um, and also there's a dress code in NASA and the colored hair might not work and the piercings and the tattoos and all this stuff. Right. And so now she's just like fuming and pissed off. And she's like, okay, you don't have my equipment for me. And now you're trying to tell me that I am breaking dress code when everybody in there was wearing jeans, shorts or tank top or whatever. And you're complaining about my colored hair. So, um, so B goes to, uh, to Levi again, uh, like a day or two later, asks again about the computers and that yeah, it, it's a solid week Yeah, that she's like their whole first week there. She's like, where's my equipment? What's going on? Yeah. What, why, why do I not have computers? Why do I not have access to my, my office? Why can't, like, why aren't you responding to any of my emails? Yeah. Like, what's going on here? And he tells her, like, everything should be working. Like, you should be able to get into your lab. You should be able to get into your email and see everything. Um, And we're just waiting on authorization for the computers. And she gets a call after she leaves his office um, from one of her supervisors at NIH, uh, Trevor. Trevor. Fucking Trevor. And when I... Have you ever met a nice Trevor? Not at all. I don't know if I know any Trevors. I did in high school. I don't know if I know any Trevors. If there's any Trevors listening, I, I, I'm sure you're nice people. You're not. I've, I've never, I don't know if I know any Trevors. I, if you're a nice Trevor and you're listening, DM, DM us on Instagram and yeah, tell you, us one thing about yourself of how you're not an asshole. Then you can be Trev. <laughs> then you can be yeah, Trev. You can be Trev. My bro Trev. We'll start shouting you out every every episode. <laughs> My boy Trev. All right, for our Trevor of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Trevor one, Trevor two. We'll tell you what number you are. Yeah. We'll rate you. Yeah. We'll have a we'll have a, a an annual Trevor power rankings. <laughs> <laughs> and Trevor number five came up at the top of the list this week. <laughs> because he helped an old lady cross the street. <laughs> I mean, you know, he pushed her into the street to begin with, but he helped her cross it after. Yeah. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. He stopped a mugger. <laughs> I mean, what? he was the one mugging, but... <laughs> he stopped a mugger after he robbed that convenience store, but he still did one good thing. I'm so sorry if we're, def- if we're defaming you. <laughs> All the Trevors in the world just so pissed off at us. So Trevor, her supervisor, starts telling her... That you need to provide weekly reports about what you've been doing, um, any progress on the on the project. And she tells him about the computer issues, not having access, a lot of things that are going wrong. And that if he can help out in any way, that would be great. And he basically threatens her with te- um, telling her that he will take her off the project and put on somebody else. Because there was a long list of people that wanted to be on this project and she was chosen but the people that wanted to be on this are still very much available to join if she can't 
get any progress uh, done. So she calls the company in charge of the equipment and getting the computers and all that. And they tell her that they should have had the the computers and stuff should have shipped out like days ago. But a Mr. Levi Ward had canceled the order. And she is like fuming at this point because she just had an awful conversation with Trevor, um, found out that her equipment was canceled. And so she goes to confront Levi and tells him that she will tell NIH and NASA supervisors that he is on her. He's in her way of doing her job and costing NASA and NIH so much money. He's basically she is accusing him of sabotaging her since she thinks that he absolutely despises her. Mm -hmm. She is like, oh, you've been sabotaging me from the from the word go. Yeah. Because Guy tells her when she when she first asks Guy what's going on, where's my equipment and whatnot, she's like, oh well, we need we need authorizations, you know. Mm-hmm. Levi's got to sign off on it, and his bosses and a couple other people and whatnot. She's like, that motherfucker Levi yeah. is just getting in my goddamn way because she's aware if she doesn't, if this falls through, her career is done. Yeah. So and when they told them or when Guy told her that they're waiting for Levi to sign it and his superiors, she automatically just thinks it's him. He's in the way. He's the one stopping it and holding it back. Yes. But, you know, she she tells him that, you know, she'll alert supervisors of of what he's doing. And he's like, you can tell whoever like. He kind of tries to stop her, but he's like, you know, if you want to talk shit, talk shit. I don't really give a shit. Talk shit, get hit. <laughs> talk shit, get hit. <laughs> so, so she goes to talk to her friend um, and kind of vent a little bit. And it hasn't even been like 30 minutes when she goes to to his superior's officer. Oh, superior officer. Superior's um, office. And she hears Levi's voice behind the door. So he already beat her there, and now he's talking to Boris, their superior. Yeah, and she's like, she's like, motherfucker, God yeah. Damn it. It's like, damn. How did he beat me past it? Because she had stopped in the hallway, yeah, to talk to Rocio and Rocio, yeah, Rocio, Rocio. I don't know, but he would have had to pass them to get to Boris's office. Yeah, because Rocio had had failed her. GRE, G- yeah, GRE, to so that she could get into grad school mm-hmm. because right now she's just a research assistant. She's trying to get her PhD. So she had, stu- and that was like the second time that she'd also like failed it. Yeah, and it's like two hundred dollars every time. Yes, it's extremely expensive. But so she's kind of like trying to get closer to the door and listen in. And she accidentally pushes the door open a little bit because what she hears on the inside is not what she thought she would hear. She's expecting Levi to be annoyed about her and trying to kick her off the project. Right. And what he's actually saying is she needs her equipment. This is ridiculous. She needs a NASA email. She needs access to every every room mm-hmm. in the building. Like, we can't do this without her. And Boris is telling him... Well, you know, things have changed. It's gotten political. Mm-hmm. Like, NASA doesn't want to share the credit with NIH for this. Yeah, because so, all the patents and everything would be under both, 
where right. they'd both get money out of it, but now they NASA wants all the right glory. And Bors is like, well, we the the thing right now that we're going going through is we're going to shelf this for the next yeah. year. Um, and you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that that's not okay. Like yeah. we need to get this done now because there's not a chance. He's doing. There's a very specific reason he's doing. Yes, he he's transferred from working on jet propulsion systems Mm -hmm. to this project specifically for one reason. Yeah. And we'll get into that reason. Yes. But he's like, if if this happens, there's a chance that I'm not the one leading this team. Yeah. And he's very passionate about leading this team. He's like, I pulled strings to make sure I was leading this team. Yeah. Because I needed to. Mm hmm. So. Levi catches her uh, outside of the office and tells her, you know, the whole thing that he kind of told Boris. NASA wants the full control um, over the Blink project. And he apologizes actually to her for not uh, getting the money and the equipment and the computers that she needed. Mm -hmm. And so she she gets it. She kind of like takes his apology and then B talks to um Shamak, Shmack, 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 Uh, about she she asks him, "Do you ever feel like you want to leave the science community?" And he's like, "Well, today I do." And so they have that little conversation, and he brings up his crush again, and how she's still married, and and nothing new is happening, and um, and so yeah, she she kind of gets annoyed, but talking to Shmack help helps her and. Let's her vent a little bit about uh, Levi specifically. So she just calls him camel dick. Well, then she says, no, that's later on. She calls him a, a duck duck dick. Yeah. And he, she's he's like, have you ever seen a duck dick? She's like, <laughs> no, but I would imagine it's small and cute. He's yeah. like, oh, you got another thing coming there. Yeah. Sends her a photo of a duck dick. It looks like a corkscrew. <laughs> She's like, okay, I'm done. I'm, I go back to camel dick. Yeah, <laughs> but um, we digress. Yeah. So the next morning, like early in the morning, Levi calls B when she's still sleeping and tells her that, hey, can you get to Boris's office uh, before seven a.m.? It's six forty-three, by yeah. the way. <laughs> and I'm at least she's on like base, quote unquote base. Um, so she's able to get there quickly, but. That means no shower. You know, you have to kind of pick between a couple things about getting ready. She was like, was I going to wash my face or brush my teeth? I went with brushing the teeth. Yeah, I went with the latter. (laughs) So she gets there just in time, like a couple couple minutes past seven. And he's like, hey, I need you to go along with what I'm going to say to him. Um, I don't care if you if you understand, if you don't, but just just, just go along. Just pretend you know exactly what I'm. I'm saying here. Yeah. Like, we're on this... Pretend we're on the same page. And she's like, well, we're supposed to be fucking co-leading this. And he's like, for this, I just need you... Yeah. To just go along with what I'm, I'm doing here. Yeah. So they go in, and he shows Boris a photo of another lab not owned by NASA uh, that's around the same progress on, on a similar helmet. Looks almost exactly the same. And he tells him, look, this this lab is about finished... And if we still don't have equipment for B to get stuff done or 
um, you know, money or anything like that. It's not political anymore. It's we need to be the first ones to get this done and patent. And so Boris is like, did you commit corporate espionage to get these photos? And he was like, you don't want to know where I, how I got these photos. Yeah. He's like, don't ask about it. Okay. Don't worry about it. Don't ask about it. Plausible deniability is in full effect right now. Mm-hmm. The less you know, the better. Exactly. And B's just staring at him in like awe. Like, oh. She's like, I definitely knew that he was doing this. I, I don't know why you're looking at me, Boris. Yeah. I knew exactly what was going on. Not. Uh, so he tells him, both of them, that he will get them everything they need. And um, Levi texts B later in the day telling her that the equipment will be there tomorrow and all of her email accounts and building badges should be up and running. And so she tells um, her RA and her RA starts like packing up ready to go. And she's like, what are you doing? We still have like part of the day left. And she goes, well, if our equipment isn't coming in until tomorrow, why are we here? Mm-hmm. I'm leaving. Exactly. <laughs> so she's out. <laughs> um, so like the next couple days later, uh, B's arguing with an engineer about the helmet and placings of the, the probes and the knobs and whatever makes things run. And he's he just keeps interrupting her and telling her, impossible, impossible, can't do that. Nope, that's ridiculous. And Levi interrupts and tells, you know, asks B to explain what she's talking about and what does she mean and, you know, what's going on, what's the issue. And she tells him the same thing. This is wrong. This needs to be like this or it's going to cause serious damage. And he he ends up telling the engineer that, hey, you need to listen to her and whatever it's cha- like whatever changes she says to make, you need to make. Right. So he's um, they end up all listening to her after that. But she's like, I shouldn't have to have Levi be in the room every time I try to say this is how things should be. Right. So she gets, she's thankful for him, but then she's like annoyed that really this is the, the shit I'm going to have to deal with. Yeah. This whole time. So she talks to Schmack a little bit. Um, they get their computers and equipment up and running uh, uh, from Guy. Guy helps out. And after work, she ends up going on a run because she's, on this thing that she has to Couch get to 5k yeah she has to run a 5k she doesn't have to run a 5k but she it's wants couch to. to 5k she does not want to run a 5k <laughs> no. she just thinks she should try and work out a little bit exactly so she puts on her headphones goes for a run and ends up in a cemetery and hangs out by one of the stones a, a child's grave yeah which is very upsetting. So she's just hanging out there, just thinking. She didn't hang out. She fucking collapsed. Yeah. <laughs> after running. Yes. She just fell down in the grass and was like, this is where I'm just going to be for a while. <laughs> she's looking around at the names. I I hope you guys are okay with me just lying here. Well, something that, that, that goes into this, when she was yelling at Levi, mm-hmm. she saw a photo in his office of a young woman and a small girl yeah it was in a homemade frame and she's like guess that's levi's wife and daughter because guy had said levi's a great guy 
He helped me move last year after mm-hmm. my divorce with my ex-wife. Uh, we Sometimes we have play dates, play dates together yeah. and whatnot. And she's like, oh, Levi's got a kid. And I guess he's got a wife. Yeah. And, and, she, and she even, a uh, guy told her when she was looking for Levi, hey, he's going to be a little late. He's just dropping Penny off at school. Right. Yeah. Right. And so she's like looking at it from one side of like, how the fuck could anybody marry this man and have a child with him? And then she starts wondering, well, what kind of dad is he and what kind of husband? And I kind of wish he treated me with somewhat of respect that he would treat them. Right. So she ends up at this cemetery and (laughs) she's like, okay, I'm spending way too much time here. I should at least try to walk back to, to my apartment and when she gets to the to leave, the gate is closed and locked, and she's trying to call her RA. She's trying to call so many other people, and no one's answering, she, not even a text. And so she's forced to call Levi, and he's just like, okay, stay put, stay by the gate. Don't say anything to anybody. Don't whatever. Just stay where you are. I'm on my way. And she's like, fuck. <laughs> I didn't want him to come. Yeah. Like, he was the last person I wanted to see and help me. So he shows up in his truck with mm-hmm. a ladder and he just <laughs> he just takes charge of the situation. He's like, yeah. all right, I'm going to hand the ladder through to you. You're going to put it up on the wall and then I'll catch you on the mm-hmm. other side. And she's like, well, what about your ladder? And he's like, I lose if maybe I lose a precious family heirloom. Yeah. He's like, I'll come back for it in the morning. Exactly. And and then she's like, well, wonder if it's stolen. Wonder if it's not there. And he goes, then I have to get a new ladder. Yeah. Like, that's the worst thing that can happen here. So she's like up on the top of the thing of the ladder and about to go over. And he's like, okay, I need you to not look down because she's already passed out in front of him once, twice, whatever. Yeah. So he's like, don't look down. Just put your body over the side and fall. Like, I got you. And she, she, is thinking this whole time wonder if i knock this man out like i'm gonna kill him my weight like i'm just he's gonna be dead he's like you're not going to yeah you're not going to just just do it trust me here yeah and so they get into the truck there she's saved and and it's good and she realizes he's going the opposite way of her apartment and she's like where are we going and he's like home she's like Who's home? He's like, my home. I'm taking you to my house. And have you seen? I did a TikTok on this, guys. So No, if, she, he went to take her to her apartment first. He went to take her to oh, her apartment first. and then she first, didn't have her key. And she left her, she lost her keys yeah. in the cemetery. And he's like, okay, guess I'm taking you home. Yeah. Yeah. But the funny thing is, there's this whole sound from one of the guys. Um, I don't know what movie or or tv show it's from but one of the guys that plays in stranger things um he's driving a car and the the woman behind him is like this is not the way to my fucking house kurt and he's like oh we're not going to your house we're going to my house we're going home my home and so when i read what she wrote for that scene i was like oh this is so perfect so i made a tiktok so if you guys want to go see that it's yeah, we've funny. been putting up a lot more content on our TikTok page. Check mm-hmm. it out. It's very funny. I'm I've been hysterically laughing. At yourself? Yep. Every day. Well, that's 
Sad. Sad. Yep. A hundred percent. Please, please don't bring it up again. <laughs> so Levi um, takes her to his house and on her way, on their way, she's like thinking, holy shit, like he has a wife and a daughter. Like it's going to be weird for them just me right. coming in. Yeah. And so she's kind of like trying to say like, is it okay if I stay here? Like I can... I can stay somewhere else like it's fine like I'll figure it out and when they get to his house like there's no other car in the driveway there's nobody else there and she's like well where's your family and he's like I don't I mean my dad and my mom are here well, my brother's there well, like, when she first walks in she's like should I be quiet and he's yeah. like I mean I guess if you want like <laughs> <laughs> sure you be as quiet as you and want. And that's when she asks about the family. Yeah. And he explains where his parents are and mm -hmm. his brothers and whatnot. And she's just like, what about your wife and daughter? And he's like, what wife and daughter? And yeah. she was like, I saw the picture in your office. And he was like, oh, no, Penny made that for me. That That's not. Yeah. He was like, "What? Well, me and Lily dated at one point, but that was long, long ago. And I just help out now with her daughter. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. When they need me, I'm there. So he's like, okay, go take a shower if you want. You know, if you're, if you're uncomfortable, go take a shower. Um, and I'll, if I'll get you clothes if, if you want, but he's very, being very like, not uncomfortable, but like awkward. Yeah. Cause he's like, ah, I'm such a big guy and you're small and I have only bigger clothes. And that's also when she meets Schrodinger for the first time, his cat, his cat. It's so cute. Because she'd always thought that he was a dog person. Yeah. But he has a 17-year-old cat named That has to get his anal glands expressed. <laughs> expressed. <laughs> we had to do that with Lily. With my, my dog. My parents have to get it done with Cody. Nuh-uh. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's been going on for like three years. That dog's about to turn 11. The smell of that... I. I'm not around when it happens. They oh, take well. they take his ass to the vet to get that done. Oh, we we Have did you it. You met too my at the mother. Vet. You think my mom's gonna be sticking her little fingers up that dog's <laughs> asshole to be dealing with it? Well, we took Lily to the vet too, but we we were near the door, and that was the worst thing you could have obviously. I do. don't go to the vet when that dog goes to the vet. <laughs> my mom loves that dog more than me. <laughs> she so I always joke with my dad. I'm like, how does it feel having the bronze medal in this house? I guess now that Danielle's around, what's he getting? Copper for fourth place? Mahogany? What's he getting? Plywood? Well, bless his heart. I'll give him a gold star. <laughs> it's okay. At least I know I take it. If there's two houses that I'm taking the silver medal in, it's at my house and in this house because I do think I've come, come behind Franny. You're a fucking gold star. When it comes to actual living people and not animals, I get a gold medal in this house. Yeah, you do. It's weird. Yeah, your parents love me. It's, again, weird. Um, your father <laughs> called me his son the other day. Yeah. So we're going to go way <laughs> off the books real quick. But B is at the house when I was teleworking on Monday. Yes. I didn't see him all day. And then dad gets home. And then, like, he was home for about 30 minutes-ish. Yeah. And he goes, he looks at me dead ass and goes, why hasn't my son come out to say hi to you me know, yet? Why hasn't my favorite son come out to yeah. say hi to me yet? And I was like, I, 
I don't know, but I'm here. I said, hi. And he's like, I get that. But where's my favorite son? And I was like, I will literally put my hair up and wear baseball shorts and and whatever. Just let me be a favorite. (laughs) I think I might be the son your dad always wanted. (laughs) I was the son my dad always wanted until you. You took both spots from me. Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Big summer blowout. (laughs) Salutations. Now we all say that shit. Anyways, we digress. I think it's really funny that since I've started coming around, the entire family has now taken words and sayings that I use as well as I've gotten everyone hooked on Pure Leaf. (laughs) I also drink a lot of sweet tea. So if Pure Leaf Leaf wants to sponsor us as well. We all drink sweet tea in this house. It's ridiculous. And it's something that has started recently (laughs) since I started bringing it around. We always got like the gallon of gold peak. Right. We never got gold leaf. Pure leaf. Pure leaf. Whatever. Fuck that. Pure leaf tastes better than gold peak. It actually does. I do agree with that. Mm -hmm. After you. (laughs) Yes. But we digress. I like the extra sweet tea because it's nice and super sweet like me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So she gets clothes from from Levi. She takes a shower and he's like, hey, I'm going to make us food. Are you hungry? And she's like, I'm vegan. Like nothing you make. She comes down and sees him making food. And she's like, oh, you didn't have to do that for me. And he's like, well, I needed to make dinner anyway. Mm-hmm. And sees he's making tacos. And she's like, God, I'm not going to be able to eat this because I'm vegan. Yeah. She's like, hey, I hate to tell you, but I'm not going to be able to. And she stops because she sees that the filler is portobello mushrooms. And she's like, what? And then just starts rummaging through his cabinets mm-hmm. and sees all vegan food. Yeah. And sh- and then they start talking about what got them into being a vegan and veganism and, and all that. She's like, I honestly never knew that you were a vegan. And he's like, yeah, I've always been vegan like also notices that there's an open book on his coffee table that he had been reading that is why one of her favorite authors yeah and then she's she, like, she why is there so much fucking similar between the two of us yeah she doesn't want to you know have so many similarities in, in common interests with this guy right so she eats they you know she goes to bed whatever and the next day or two they they test a helmet on guy and everything seems to be working nicely. And um, uh, Boris tells them, hey, we'll do a demonstration at the end of the week. And she's like, it's it's not ready for that. No, not that's not until after they get back from New Orleans. Because they haven't figured they haven't figured out the switchboard yet because they're having issues with the switchboard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But they still test the helmet. They're they're testing their certain parts. They're not testing the helmet, but they're doing brain mapping on Guy and a few other astronauts to make sure that things that they're trying to get from the from the helmet mm-hmm. they can they can get these to work prior to it being implemented into the helmet. That's it. Yep. Yes. I forgot that. They're stimulating the brain. Yep. So my brain was stimulated listening at that time. Stimulation. <laughs> There's a few words that I cannot handle, and one of that I just recently found out that that's that. 
Is stimulation? Right now, I figured that out. <laughs> is moist another one? No, actually. What about damp? No, that's not one of them. There's a dude at work, and I, especially when it's raining on Mondays, I'll be like, it's hey, damp. Mike, happy moist Monday, my man. <laughs> And he just cringes, and he's like, ah, ah, visibly ah, just—he's like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I, look, I looked at him on Thursday and was like, "Hey, buddy." He was like, "What's going on, man?" I said, "Stay moist, my man." And he was <laughs> like, "Oh, god damn it, Brandon!" <laughs> like you never should have. The first time I found out, we were we were blowing off some pads in one of our parks with uh, leaf blowers. Gotcha. And uh, we—I mean, it was about this time last year, maybe like November-ish. So mm-hmm. I had a jacket on, but it got really humid that day. So I came back to the truck and I set my my like leaf blower on in in the bed, and I walk around to the passenger seat. He's already sitting in the uh, driver's seat drinking Dr Pepper, and I just look at him and go, "I am so fucking moist right now," and he shot <laughs> Dr Pepper out of his nose. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good one. So, anyways. I digress. I don't have sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a sleeveless shirt right now, so that makes sense. Same? No sleeves. <laughs> hold on, let me hold my beer in the other hand. No sleeve squad. <laughs> Danielle. <laughs> Hashtag no sleeve squad. We're not using that. Hey, sun's out. Guns start too. God, I hate you sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I regret first meeting you and being like, we should make a book podcast. You know who you should blame that on? Your sister. Mm, Yeah, that's true. She was the one that I tricked into this relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So after they do some testing and all that, uh, Guy, Levi, and um, B are all sitting, eating lunch together and Guy asks B on a date, but doesn't really ask her on a date. Just says, hey, would you like to get dinner one night? Like, He's like, oh, I can show you around the town. Like, yeah. Hey, maybe tomorrow night we can get dinner. And she's like, uh, I don't know. He's like, I'm free pretty much every fucking night. Like, mm-hmm. you just tell me when. And Levi sees that she's visibly uncomfortable and says, dude, she's she's married. Kind of back like, off. Hey, look at the uh, look at the left hand there. Because she's yeah. got her grandmother's wedding ring on her left ring finger. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that you were married and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, it's it's fine. Yeah. She's like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to go along with that since Levi lied for me. Because she, she, she was engaged. She was. To she a guy got, named Tim. She got engaged when she was in grad school with Levi. Yeah. And Levi knew and has worked pretty recently with Tim. They've collaborated together. Yeah. They're co-collaborators. And so she thought that he knew that they were... Because apparently everyone knew that Tim had been cheating on her constantly. And with her best friend, Annie. Yeah. But, so... That's what happens when you be friends with orphans. Yeah. I don't think Annie was the orphan here. That was B. Yeah, it was B. And Rika. 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 I don't know. Anyways... So it is Rika. B and Levi, they've been um, working late like every single day and their computers are kind of back to back. So they 
stare at each other. That's the way I read it. Um, and so she asks about blueprints. And before she can even get the whole thing out, she's he's like, hey, it's on the share drive. Just, just on the go server. on. It's yeah. there. It's there. And she's like, no, it, it's not, though. And he's like, no, mm, but it is. Go, go look again. And she's like, again, no, it's not. They start kind of bickering a little bit i'm looking at it it is not here yeah and he's like okay well let's make a bet and so they end up making a bet she's like you have this mug that has a funny meme on it it's got baby yoda and it says yoda best engineer yeah and she's like i want that for my field yeah for neuroscience yeah so if if i win this bet you should start ordering the mug now because I know I'm going to win. And he's like, you do realize that's like buying yourself a mug that says the world's best boss. You are now the Michael, Michael Scott, Scott of this research center. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't care. Yep. I want it. Yeah. So it's my mug and I want it now. Yeah. So he says, you know what? Then my if I win, you have to go on a 5K and run it on of my choosing and she's like damn it but okay fine i know i'm gonna, like, win. I'm gonna win so yeah that's fine yeah whatever so they they look on the computer and he goes to a different folder where it is there because he he sees that it's not in the folder it's supposed to be but he finds yeah. out that someone moved it mm-hmm. and he finds out that that he mentions that other guys have been having issues with this that yeah Files aren't being placed in the right place and things like that. Or being moved or, or whatever. deleted. Yeah. So he finds it and she's like, no, the the whole point of this was if it wasn't where we were looking. And he goes, he said, nope. Nope. On the server. On the, ser- it's on on the, the server. server. He's like, you should have specified if in you this really folder. wanted to. So what 5K you want to run? Exactly. He's like, <laughs> I'll get back to you when I find the perfect one. So... They're uh, being um, schmack are texting again, going back and forth. And he goes into massive detail about this girl that he has a crush on and about what he wants to do to her. He's like, yeah. I want to push her up against the wall. I want to like he gets graphic with it. And she's like, oh, schmack like to him. <laughs> like she's. It was a schmack attack. <laughs> it was a schmack attack. <laughs> So, so this the next part is where B and Levi go to a convention in New Orleans for in, in where <laughs> New Orleans in New Orleans New Orleans <laughs> New Orleans. First time you said it. <laughs> Let me be me. So they go to New Orleans. Nola. Nola. And when they get there, uh, what? Well, be on their way there, mind you. B is in the. They're both in a car. They're in a rental car, and B. Is that how you drive to New Orleans? Is in a car. Yeah. Damn, I never knew that shit. Okay. <laughs> so, on their way there, she sees a dead possum. Possum, yeah, on the side of the road. <laughs> and she gets. She like she gets very upset about that. (laughs) So she gets upset about like seeing um, roadkill and 
it just upsets her. Like she actually starts crying every time. And so she looks like an idiot. So she tells Levi like, hey, I just cry like it's upsetting to me. Um, I, I know it's kind of silly. And he's like, no, I understand. Like it is it is upsetting, you know, but it's OK. Like it's fine. It happens, you know, whatever. So they get to the uh, convention to like check into the hotel and all that. And Levi says, hey, um, your friend, are you going to go to lunch, dinner, coffee, date, whatever? Like I saw she was here. That must be really cool for you. And she's like, what friend? And she's like, he's like, Annie, I think. He's like the one with the black hair and like, uh, you know, like she worked on this project and she's like, Annie? And he's like, yeah, 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 that was her name. Yeah. And she's like, Annie knew your fucking blood type. Like, she was very interested in you. Yeah. And so she's like, please, Annie, don't be here because she's still with Tim, who is B's ex-fiance. So, or she thought she she was still with him. So she sees the old friend. She sees her ex-fiance, Tim, and she turns to Levi gives like hugs him because apparently she feels safe there and this is home this is home and then passes out and wakes up in levi's hotel room and he asks her about what's wrong she's telling him she really doesn't want to talk about it um but you know it upset her and i forget if it was this part where she does tell him though that it was her friend that she did this is where she Tells him everything about Tim and he has the epiphany of a fucking lifetime and is like, yeah. you're not fucking married. Yeah. And then walks over to the window with his hands on his head and he's like, she's not fucking married. She's not fucking married. She's not fucking married. This whole time he thought she was married. Yeah. So. Poor bastard. I know, right? So then he goes, well, do you want to, do you need more rest or do you want to go somewhere, do something? And she's like, yeah, I'll do something, whatever. And so he takes her to the gym to train for the 5K, <laughs> which is kind of an insult. Like, I'd be like, damn, I don't want to train. Like, if this. But he my... said that he would train her. He did. But if it was my vacation, I don't want to go to a fucking gym. They're not there for vacation. They're committing corporate espion- espionage. <laughs> if I'm committing that, she... at least I want to not work out. They were like, don't. She was like, don't you think Boris is kind of like M from James Bond and I'm James Bond and you're the Bond girl and I'll just stab you in the sleep and steal the plans from you? (laughs) Yes. So when they get back to the room after the gym, it's so cute. They watch The Emperor Strikes Back together. They go to a bar in the French Quarter Mm -hmm. and they're drinking Sazerac Mm -hmm. and she continues to mention mm, alcohol tastes good mm-hmm. and then they go back to the room to watch the empire strikes back because mm-hmm. that's both of their favorite movies yep and um yeah yeah that's how they spend their saturday night maybe it's a friday i'm not entirely I don't know. sure but it's cute that they have that that moment together yeah i, I don't know i don't know if your sister would ever watch star wars with me like that i will watch star wars with you okay hold on off the books real quick what is your favorite episode? Out of the nine available episodes, what is your favorite? 
That's a hard one. And the old folks are going to get mad at me because there is a correct answer to this. Oh, God. I'm blanking on all the names, though. Hold on. You just got to you just gotta pick one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think it's the third. My Chica. Fuck yeah. The third is the best. The third is the best. The original trilogy is fantastic, but the third, the third the th- movie ties everything together so well. The only book... <laughs> Yeah, the only book. The only movie that ties Star Wars together better than episode three is Rogue One. Agreed. Rogue One was so fucking good. When I was younger, I remember telling dad, like, you know, can we watch them in order? And he's like, yeah, it's, you know, the five, six, whatever. Yeah, if you watch them in order, a lot of people be like, oh, you got to watch it chronologically. No, No, you watch it in order of release. Four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Yep. And I was like, how, how, like when I was young, I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, this is the way. And I was like, this is the way. And then we watched Mandalorian together and I was like, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> Your dad looked at you and said, look at me. Look at me. This I'm the captain the way. now. <laughs> I'm the captain now. I mean, he should have been since he's your dad, but still. I'm the captain. But... <laughs> So after the movie or in the middle of the movie, he looks to to be and he goes, hey, tomorrow during the convention and during everything, if you see Tim and Annie and and you're feeling like you did feel this this morning, um, take my hand. He's like, just hold my hand. Just hold my hand. It's fine. And you know damn well that was for himself and not for her. But I digress. (laughs) So he was like, I just want to fucking hold her hand. Just let me hold her hand. So they go. Isn't there a song about that? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. there is, but I can't remember what it is. It might be a Beatles I wanna song. I want to hold your hand. It's Beatles. Yeah. yeah. God, I I'm knew good. knew it sounded familiar. God, I'm good. Yeah. Anyway, so the next day, after all the, like the convention and stuff, um, after getting their their juice of what they needed to get. They they run into Sam. Yeah, their old advisor, yeah, and she she's was retiring. The, she was the woman that ran the lab that they were in grad school. At, yeah. at the University of Pittsburgh. Yeah, so they she tells them that hey, I'm retiring, and we're having a huge lunch with a lot of my favorite students to celebrate. She's like, we're having a brunch. You, yeah, and they're like, oh no, we got to get on the road. And she's like, well, what's the point of having brunch if my two favorite grads aren't there? And they were like. You didn't fucking know we were here until about 47 yeah. seconds ago. She's like, well, I fucking do now. Yeah. And I'm going to be real upset if you don't join. But they're both aware Tim and Annie are both going to be there. Yeah. So he kind of looks at B and is like, hey, your call. You you pick this one. She's like, no, we, sh- we should go. Let's go. So they end up going. And... She, so they end up running into Tim at the brunch, and he and asks Annie. B how he how she is. She uh, she puts on a brave face, asks him how he is. He tries to say that he's fantastic and all this shit, and she's like, "You look like fucking shit." Like I I told she's you, like, oh, she, you look great, but no, you in she's my like, mind, oh, he looks okay. He looks yeah. average. He exactly looks- compared to Levi, like. Mm-mm. You, you, you horse shit. So Levi gives him a hug, says something weird like in his ear and Tim instantly backs off and like walks away. 
and looks fucking terrified terrified. for his life. Yeah. So she, they both get like, I think they get the exact same meal because they're vegan. They need, there was only like a few options for them. So I think they got the same meal and near the end of the brunch, she goes to the bathroom and as she's like watching her face, um, cause a lot of people are being like, Hey, well, how did you guys get together? And, um, you guys are, are an odd couple. And I thought you guys hated each other. And, um, he kind of leans in and is like, I didn't realize, I thought it was only you that thought I was being an asshole to you. I didn't know it was everybody that thought I was an asshole to you. He's like, did everyone think I fucking hated you? Yeah. She's like, yeah, dick. hundred <laughs> percent. You fucking camel dick <laughs> so she goes to the bathroom to like wash off her face and when she like looks up into the mirror annie is like right behind her and they do have a a night i would say a nice moment for completely ruining friendships um where she tells b about i was jealous of you you had it all you had the good job and the smarts and the good grades and you were going places and you had a great fiance and and you did not deserve him and or like he didn't deserve you she's like it only happened for one week yeah she's like and i felt horrible when it was happening and all i could think of was maybe this will make me closer to you and all this kind of stuff fucked up say like way of saying it right that it would make her feel closer to her best friend like we're not going to share the same guy like that's fucked up so she she kind of takes a apology but whatever and then before she leaves the bathroom she's annie asks if they could still keep in touch and and text every now and then can i I reach out to you every once in a while because she had blocked her number Mm -hmm. and she so tim and annie and and b were all supposed to go to the same lab yeah they were all supposed to go to the exact same lab. Which was a great opportunity. Which was a great opportunity. And Annie was like, I was I was just going to give you space during the summer and like just let you, like we could talk about it when you got to Vanderbilt with, the, with Tim and myself. Mm-hmm. But then the summer passed and you didn't show up. And then I hear you get this job at NIH in Baltimore and you block me and I can never reach out to you and all of this kind of stuff. And she's like, I miss you all the time. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're all like, I'm, I'm nothing without having, basically I'm nothing without having you in my life. Which is upsetting for her. But at the same time, like. Both of them are like ugly crying at this point. Yeah. But I wouldn't have done that to my, like, if I wanted to be closer to my best friend, I probably would not have slept with her fiance. I think I would have done something like, I don't know, hung out more, become more of a, a, a support other than the fiance and, you know, been there for both of them and supporting both of them to be the best couple they can be. I don't know. But she was a fucked up bitch. Oh, I introduced my best friend to his fiance. See, that's sweet. That's sweet. But fucking your best friend's fiance. That's why I'm one of the best men in his wedding. Exactly. Not because you fucked his fiance. But. No. <laughs> Not at all. You said that like right after I said because you fucked a better friend fiance. So I was like, we got to clear that up, people. <laughs> yeah, we do need to clear that up a little bit. <laughs> no, he just introduced them. They were sweet. Um, I'm so, a good friend. He is a good friend. Not a shitty friend. 
<laughs> He's B, not Annie. <laughs> so they when she leaves the bathroom. Fucking B. <laughs> B wasn't even fucking released until 2022, damn it. <laughs> the original. <laughs> the original B. So <laughs> B comes out of the bathroom. Are you okay? Yep. Okay. Good. And All good. Levi, because she took so long because of the conversation and everything. Well, and he also saw Annie get up to follow him. Yeah, follow, follow her. her. So he he He's got up waiting. for the support, mm-hmm. which is so fucking sweet. But whatever. Anyways, so he's like, "Hey, hey, are you ready to go?" And she nods, and he takes her hand, and they leave, and it was so sweet. But on their way back to NASA, softy. I know. I fucking love Leo, Levi. Like Leo, who's Leo? <laughs> Leonardo Say- DiCaprio. <laughs> fucking love leo <laughs> we're about right in his age range right right now. <laughs> that's the one thing that keeps me like your sister going. she's not no too you? old yeah she's too old you too old. you're right in the wheelhouse you know who i you am got, like, in the wheelhouse solid for three years right but you know who i'm in the wheelhouse for that keeps me uh, like going every day gabriel glacius no um henry cavill he dates younger girls, to, not girls, younger women as well. Dates young girls. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Superman? <laughs> Superman. Super, <laughs> super pedo. <laughs> no, I love him. <laughs> Dude, you're like, don't defame don't. my man. I love him. No, seriously. I'm I would, sorry. I'm fucking this all up right You really now. are, but I would do anything for Henry. So, if Henry, if you're listening. <laughs> don't mind me. I'm just looking at books on Audible right now. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, if you're listening, I will I will love you forever. Um, <laughs> so on their way back from uh, to NASA, uh, Levi kind of starts trying to talk about his feelings for B and and that he's always had a crush on her to an extent. But um, Tim told him to back off before Tim even dated B. No, they were dating. They started they dating, dating their freshman year of college. Okay, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, and then but she, he tells him her, she like fucking. Busted her balls to make sure she got into the same grad school as him. Yeah. And, but he tells her that he was told to back off and that, you know, you don't want to be with her and it's, it's just me. But he knew, I think he knew she was, he was cheating. He didn't know. So I just fucked up that whole total part of my notes. What Tim had told B was that he had, was that Levi had told him Oh, you should marry someone different. You can do better than that. Yes. Yep. That is it. Um, But like in the middle of him kind of confessing his love for her, they get a call um, from, from Boris. Boris saying that um, Kaylee, which is Levi's RA and, and the project manager. Yeah. And um, Rocio. Rocio. Thank you. Rocio. Um we're we're caught bumping uglies on b's desk yeah so they like guy yeah so they step on it and get to the to the office to to talk about this because they were only like 30 minutes out what do you mean they were caught having sex yeah work (laughs) and they're all like i'm pretty sure we know how what they could have been doing all I, watching you do that, all I can think of was the uh, the episode of South Park where they were making fun <laughs> of 300. And this was after Mr. Garrison became Mrs. Garrison. Mr. Garrison. And they're, t- they're talking to Xerxes, who's actually a woman. 
And she's like, I don't even know how two women would do it unless they like scissored or something. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so after Sorry, this. Sorry, don't mind me. Yeah. After this, Levi takes B back to her apartment and she has a breakthrough of like how to fix the helmet. And <laughs> yeah, as they're pulling in, she has the breakthrough. Yeah. So then they go up to the to the apartment, gets the scratch paper and the pen writes down and draws it all out and he's like i don't understand this and she's like fuck i wrote it in german yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then they end up like she's she kind of like jumps in his arms they do a little mm, canoodling yeah and she's she like one like kind of leans in to like kiss him and he leans back well she's like are you gonna kiss me now and he's like no No. i don't think i am he's like why she's like well I don't think you would want me to. And she's like, what if, why? What if I do want you to? And he's like, uh, I still don't know if I would. And he's, she's like, why? And he's like, because I don't know if you would go far enough. Yeah. He's like, I know what I want to do. He wants to play hide the pickle. Ew. He wants to play the sword and the stone. I don't think I will ever have sex now because of that. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry, mom. <laughs> He wants to play. He wants to play the sword and the stone. He's the sword. Ew. She's the stone. <laughs> Anyways, so they end up just making out. It's getting really hot and steamy, and Levi's phone keeps going off and off and off. And so she's like, "Hey, can you just get that? Like, it's it's honestly annoying me, and kind of ruining the mood." So he he Which answers. Levi's not like she says it to him a couple times because Levi's like going feral. Yeah. Now that he's like finally attacking her. Yeah. So he answers the call and then says how it's an emergency and he really needs to go, but he feels bad about it, but he needs to leave, and then kisses her before he leaves. So he's kind of MIA for like a day or so. Yeah, because he doesn't come into work either. No. And then he ends up telling B about it all, about why he wasn't there and um, what was going on, which is Penny, the, excuse me, the child that he helps out with. Um, she deals with a lot of Caesar, seizures. Caesars. Caesars pizza. <laughs> um, I was thinking of Caesar, like the Roman yeah, the me emperor. Too. Uh, me too. Don't the worry. The glory of Caesar. Yeah. So he tells her like that she gets seizures and um her mom can't deal with it all by herself so he goes to help out when he can and it was a it was a pretty bad one so he wanted to be there and and get her through it and help her out um and then tells her about peter uh penny's dad who died and he says how he feels like he owes peter to finish this project and see it through because Peter was the one that started the the Blink project and it's named after him Sullivan project or the Sullivan helmet so he basically says that when they were rock climbing they were doing it together and Peter's one part of the hook broke he fell and cracked his skull open and He's like, I was 10 feet away when he went splat. Yeah. And Levi was like, I had to watch it all. I saw his, like, you know, I saw the head open and it was, it was awful and never want to see that again. 
So it's personal. So after this, <laughs> B and Levi do a little bounce. Wow, wow. The sword goes into the stone. <laughs> I was waiting for something. I'm like, he has something to say. But also. She even says at one point, he's, I got, got him in up to the hilt. Did she say that? Yes. Oh, God. Allie Hazelwood. Damn, girl. Up to the hilt. You know, and okay, so I'm going to say one thing, though. Allie did something good with this book versus Love Hypothesis. She starts going into detail about like no, what. I um, want to talk about what you did to me. Okay. <laughs> this is what I want to talk about. <laughs> so Taylor's re- sitting there in the living room the other night reading this book. And she's like, I'm up to the epilogue and I'm just waiting for these two to fuck. But what I meant to say before you continue was, I'm waiting for them to fuck again. Well, you did not say that. No, so I didn't say that. So by what you said, my understanding was, oh, I guess they don't fuck in this book. So I'm listening to this on Bluetooth, through Audible, in my fucking work truck today, with a dude sitting there with me. And it gets to a very graphic sex scene. And I'm like, oh, this is Was it the part that awkward. he says, um... Fuck, he says a lot of, like, good girl and, and take it right there. And you're so tight. And blah, 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 blah. No. <laughs> I can see how that would be weird in front of a coworker. All I'm going to say is thank God I was working with the deaf guy today. <laughs> but he did have his hearing aid in. Oh, <laughs> can you just take that hearing aid out? I was like, Brian, please go back to watching your phone. Please go back to watching videos on your phone. Please take your hearing away. <laughs> oh, God. I can only imagine if it would have been tomorrow when I would have had Kwame in the truck with me. and <laughs> What he would have said. <laughs> let's, round two. Let's do it again. No, thank you. <laughs> so No, I'm good on that. That's, that's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> so... Levi takes B to meet his parents because they're in town, his parents and his brother. And he warns her that they're very disappointed in him because he didn't go into the military like the rest of his family did. He tried to get into the astronaut program because his mother had said to him, oh, you might be able to get back into your father's good graces if you get into the astronaut program. Mm -hmm. But he's too fucking big. He's too tall. Yeah. And he even said, good thing, because I've. I'm terrified of space. And it smells like rotten eggs and farts. Mm-hmm. And so they have dinner with uh, with his parents. Where did they go? Outback Steakhouse or something? I don't know, but they were fucking assholes the entire time. They were. They were assholes the entire time. And even, like, B said a couple things to, like, shock his parents. But she was like, no, if you want to be an asshole... Like, I'm going to tell you how good he is. Yeah, at that point, I wasn't really paying too much attention because we were back at the shop and I was playing mm. BitLife on my phone of while course. I was listening to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm just kind of fast forward through all the chain of events because it's insane. So her Twitter gets hacked and saying that, you know, because they were trying to get rid of like the standardized testing. Um, because it's so old and, and I agree with it. Like we shouldn't have that be she the start, sole reason. She had started tutoring Rosia mm-hmm. at one point after she failed the test the first time and she figured out she was like, 
It's not that she can't pass the test, that she's yeah. too dumb for it. She's too fucking smart for this test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And it was after that that she had posted something about, oh, what if this is what's holding back minorities and people that don't get a fair shot mm-hmm. in STEM. And it just kind of grew a life of its own. Yep. And so her Twitter was hacked. She got emails from um, all these different people from lawyers and um, different colleges telling her she needs to take that shit down because it's bad and she shouldn't have that in there. And um, she wants to like tell Levi about it, but she's like, I can't tell him that I'm, you know, what would Marie do, you know? So she's like, that's embarrassing. Like he would think I'm a freak. I can't do that. So she goes on about her her time there. The helmet um, gets into full on testing. They actually have people come in to see the whole demonstration of it. And in the middle of it, Guy has a seizure. And so she... She goes to, um, fuck, where am I? So guys, guy gets in a seizure. She kind of helps like ease it up with him and be like, Hey, I'm so sorry. Like, this is ridiculous. I did not mean for that to happen to you. And he's like, it's all okay. Don't worry. Um, and Levi's been a little bit off with her. Um, guy has the seizure. Yeah. Trevor freaks the fuck out. Yep. Boris freaks the fuck out. Yep. And is basically like, this is done. Yep. This is done. Blink's getting shelved because that just happened to, to God. Mm-hmm. In front of two congressmen, a senator, mm-hmm. the head of NASA, the head of NIH. And Trevor comes in and is like, well, don't do that. Yeah. He's like, uh, I think there's one weak link here, basically meaning B. Yep. He's like, there's other good people that are that, that can do this. We can put them on it. And, and Levi's like, the fuck you will. Yeah. Like, th- no, you are not fucking going to no one knows this project like she does. She's the best fucking neuroscientist that you mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Like, we're not putting someone else on this fucking project. And B tries to tell Levi, like, that we can't, that they can't be what they are. She believes everything will end. It, it's not fair to entertain this. It's just kind of for fun. And nobody has real feelings into this, whether, you know, but she does. And she doesn't want to say that, whatever. She doesn't want to admit to herself. Yeah. And she doesn't realize he is in love with her for years. Mm-hmm. So she kind of dismisses him when he comes to her apartment one night. And he's like, okay, fine, whatever. Puts something down on her table and walks away. And it's a flash drive of all the video evidence in the building of the cat. Because the cat was a whole thing throughout this book where she's like, no, there seriously is a cat in this. He's like, oh, I'm sure there is. Yep. And then when she's... She even named named the cat. Yeah. Yeah. And when she's in progress of like watching everything and watching the, the evidence of the cat, she starts seeing her computer screen on at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. when she wasn't there. and Someone coming into her office late at night. Yeah. And she's like, okay, this is weird. So she gives Levi a call. He doesn't answer. And she's like, hey, I think something really was going on and like i think somebody she shoots him an email and she's like how do i get access to all the security footage yeah so she goes into the building she says fuck it and goes in yep goes into the building and when she's like looking at her computer and trying to figure things out 
she hears Guy come into the room and he pulls a gun on her and starts saying, you know, I will shoot you. He's you like, know. this should have been my fucking project. Yeah. I he's got, like, it but, got taken away from me. He's like, but Levi had to have this fucking complex because of goddamn Peter. It was supposed to be the Sullivan and Kowalski project. But then mm-hmm. it, my entire fucking existence on this project got erased because Peter just had to go and die. Yep. And so she gets around him and goes down the hallway. Because the cat attacks him. Yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> but so she gets around him because the cat runs down the hallway and he comes out into the hallway and like two seconds she's like oh my god i'm gonna die and then she hears him go down she's like what the fuck was that she turns around and levi had tackled him and like taken him down they're rolling around they're fighting he was man he managed to get the gun away from guy and he tells her to get the like to move the gun even further away so she moves the gun and to not he even said i don't think like don't touch it you know so well he gets her to move over next to the couch as well yeah. and she's like why and he's like because darling i'm not going to be able to catch you when you pass out and she's like what do you mean passes Done. out yeah <laughs> oh my gosh the, that whole scene had me like i love levi even more because he's like hey hey sweetheart can you do something for me and she's like yeah he's like can you just back up just like two steps a little bit further over to the right sit down <laughs> he's like right there she's like right there the couch. she's like yep right there yep you're good why because i won't be able to catch you when you when you inevitably pass out here mm-hmm. and i had told you this earlier every time that we've read a book like this and i've gotten a weird feeling about a character early on yeah that feeling is always fucking right it is and i had a feeling about guy from the word fucking go I had a weird feeling from him, but I thought I thought he was going to do something. And I don't want to say it's much worse, but I thought he would have like tried to harass her, like sexually assault her, not pull a gun on her. But so she ends up in the hospital for a day or two. Um, the helmet's approved, all fixed up, good to go, because he even admits that he um, made the experiment go bad because he drank caffeine earlier that that morning like when he shouldn't have and like he he definitely made the the whole thing go go ballistic so then she gets she captures the cat from the building and then takes it to levi as like a well like a like a little present and goes do you think we have room to adopt another cat and he's like yeah we do and they adopt the cat and they're all cute and then they go on the 5k together and it was very sweet and i'm obsessed with levi end of story you just want someone with emerald green eyes dark dark curly hair that's six foot four and has a and has a long sword on him a hundred percent do you see a problem with that because i don't I mean, like, the one problem is they are fictional. But, like, other than that, I think we can find him pretty easily. (laughs) Oh, Taylor. (laughs) And so, that is Love on the Brain by Ali Hazelwood. It is fantastic. I gave this one on Goodreads, like, an easy five out of five. And I don't do that often. You know I don't. 
And there are things in reality, it could have been like a 4.6, but they don't have that ability on Goodreads. So I gave it a five out of five because I love this book with all of my heart. I'm still trying to decide if I love Levi Moy more or her other character from Love Hypothesis, Adam Moore. I'm going to put a rating on this right now. Performance by the narrator. I'm going to give a five star to. By the narrator, me? No. I'm, oh. giving, <laughs> I was like, I'm literally doing this on Audible currently. Uh, story, I'm going to give four stars. Okay. Out of five. Okay. Overall, uh, I'm going to give it four stars. So, it's going to be a, out of three. Let's see what we've got here. We, what, we, what, we, what we've got. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to do so, I'm going to math here for a second. Math it up. Well, that's not right. That's also not right. I'm going to go with a <laughs> 4.3. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, so. Anyways, but thank you for always listening and, and keeping us as crazy sane? as we are. Sane? Is that correct? Sane? We're not sane. Uh, I think this podcast has made us even crazier than we normally are. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Fuck you. Cat. Hello, Agatha. Oh, our beautiful, our beautiful, what's the word? Mascot? Mascot. I'm glad she doesn't need to be expressed. Same. <laughs> I could not do that. Yeah, I know. So, do you have any shout outs for this week? Um, I'm going to say Agatha Christie because I love her. No, and, and I'm red beaming between her ears right now. As yeah, we I was speak. giving her scratchies earlier because she was her. laying on your sister's bed. She's my lovely. Um, my shout out this week goes to Walker for Pitches, my softball team. Okay. We had a hard fought loss last week that we all kind of fucked up in one way or another i dropped a fly ball in the outfield because you know i'm a fat kid playing center field and that's not really fun but yeah, with you. i did have a triple on a couple of throwing errors anyway <laughs> we digress um thank you for listening you can find us on facebook at the off the books podcast you can find us on instagram at off the books podcasts you can find us on tiktok at off the books podcasts you can find Taylor at TaylorCoff99 on Instagram. Tcoff. Takeoff? Tcoff? I always said Tcoff. TaylorCoff. Yeah. I is got it, it TaylorCoff? I got it right and you got it wrong for once. How is this Fuck. possible? Because I'm an idiot. I used to always say Tcoff and you'd be like, no, it's TaylorCoff. Yeah, it's TaylorCoff. Yeah. Yeah, TaylorCoff99. <laughs> you can find myself on Instagram at Mr. Humerick. Um If you've got any ideas for future books or questions or things you want us to discuss... You can email us at offthebookspodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on Instagram. So, as I always say, thank you everyone for listening. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies, tell the lizard people, tell the mole men, tell bird people, dragons, and trolls. Cool. Yes. And make sure if any of you out there see that fucking goat man, 
you let him know that this motherfucker right here is looking for him because I've got some beef. We we coming after that Th- bitch. This troll that I got is not that great. I want my fucking dragon, okay? <laughs> I want my I want the troll I normally deal with. I want my murder of dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening, and like I always say, good night, good morrow, and good morning to you fine people. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys.